Josh, this is the second time we've had this sad, depressing music. Before it was about somebody else. Now it's about my feelings. Because you know what, Josh? I am sad. I've shed tears. I've yelled into a pillow. But you know what? We have to talk about it. We're going to we'll talk about it for a little bit, okay? Chelsea versus Arsenal women's in the mm. FA Cup final. Chelsea coming out 3-0 victors, handing Arsenal their first loss that was without them scoring, which is quite upsetting. I guess Sam's curse scored, which is kind of nice, I guess. But for me, it was was upsetting. What about you? Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. What a oh, chip. What no, a chip. No, stop saying Aussie, 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 because there were two Aussies on the Arsenal side. That's, you know, if we're playing the law of... Uh, yeah, know, that's why I said it three times. Three Aussies. Two of them lost, but whatever. Everybody should be sad with me, Josh. Come on. Come on. <laughs> well, I don't think you're going to get much sympathy. I think I should get some sympathy. It wasn't even a competitive game. I, I, don't you want to watch competitive football matches? Don't you like that, Josh? <laughs> it, was a, it was a ruthless performance by one of the best teams in club football in the women's game. Not the best, but very close. Very. And uh, last season's uh, runners-up in the Champions League. So we should clarify that this is last season's F- FA Cup that was played this year due to COVID and so yeah, forth. Yeah. So this is Joe Montemuro's achievement, his side getting to the final. It is. New new boss in the Arsenal dugout these days, uh, Joe <laughs> Montemuro over at Juventus. What do you think of, is it Jonas Eidvald? Jonas is, oh, okay, this is a big question for me. I think Jonas Eidvald is a, is a very good coach. Um, I think he's made Arsenal this season play a lot more attacking football, which we didn't at times last year do. Like last time, we, last season, we weren't, as clinical and ruthless as we needed to be, which we have, you know, become this season. But I think sometimes we've had three big matches for us, the Arsenal women this season. We've had our opening match against the Chelsea women's side, which we came out victors in. But honestly, and it, Chelsea's, a lot of majority of Chelsea's players were coming back from the Olympics, so they didn't really play in that match. And we played against Barcelona in the first round of the Champions League, and we were a bit weak. And I take that down to some coaching and some tactical um, decisions. And I think this is our biggest game of the season. And I think Jonas Eidval was poor managerially. I think at halftime we should have made some very clear substitutions. And he didn't. He waited till uh, what it was the 60th minute. And when he did make a substitution, it was the wrong substitution. Josh, okay. He seems like a weird dude. Like he's got some eccentricities. Apparently, he was turning the stadium PA up really high uh, to simulate the atmosphere in the ground because it. Well, was if he if he coached properly, Josh, maybe we would won. <laughs> so I don't think the players could hear his instructions when they were training. No, no, no Josh. You know, he... there was also something that I heard from. Mm. This is from the Guardian Football Weekly when Susie Rack came on. She said he was holding up coloured placards. It was unclear what they meant. We'll talk about everybody just else. Just like blue and red signs. They randomly, clearly like they were un- paddles. They were unclear to the players as well because they didn't know what they were doing on the field. Okay, Josh. <laughs> Firstly, okay, the game was at one a.m., so I had to get up for that, and they couldn't have at least play some good football for me at one a.m. I almost woke my neighbours and my parents up. But you know what, Josh? We move. We move to the future. Mm-hmm. But Jonas, he got himself made fun of at the end of the match. Chelsea uh, manager Emma Hayes, who is. Phenomenal from the Arsenal system. So maybe it was a win for Arsenal when I think about it, when I spin it that way. She had a a little bit of a comment for Jonas in her post-match interview. Yeah, I'm just stalling here because the audio that we cut isn't working. So I'll see oh, if I can no. get it up. But uh, this is hilarious. <laughs> she is referring here to 
uh, his eccentricities and superstitions. He said something about Scandinavian Josh being uh, afraid of black cats, which I'm sure you can I relate to. Hundred percent can agree with that. Come on, <laughs> you know how I feel. Uh, but uh, he also, uh, I think, riled up the Chelsea team a lot by you know saying that they weren't as good as. Uh, you know, they were built up to be and let's uh, make London red and all this stuff. And I, I think some of the players and the coach, it was, you know, talking about stuff you'd pin to the dressing room wall was extra motivation. So uh, this is what Emma Hayes uh, said about Sam Kerr's goal in the FA Cup final. London is blue. And when the third goal went in, I was simply purring. <laughs> Josh... <laughs> That's the only bit of joy I've had out of that game because that was Emma Hayes is one of my one of my favorite managers. She's absolutely amazing. She the way she's coached that Chelsea squad for the last few seasons has been amazing. But I don't I know I don't know effect. I don't know the sound effects. It was the hand movement. I don't know what it was. I know everybody can, can hear it, but please go and find that on Twitter and actually see her hand movement because it was. I don't know what I was seeing. It was beautiful. It was. It was literally. It was uh, it was art. And, um, it was like the gesture that someone makes when they say, <laughs> like, you know, sexist comment, like a cat fight or whatever, but honestly, just repurposing it. She has. And that's, they, like, sometimes I heard some cats fighting outside of my bedroom window, but they're her, her squad, they were fabulous. I, I can say that. Mm. It hurts me, but I can say it because they came out there to win. And if it wasn't for the, if it wasn't for Manuel Zinsberger, the um, our Arsenal goalkeeper. Arsenal should have been down four, five. Neil Samko had three opportunities that were clear as day that she should have put in the back of the net. And I think that's why she wanted to make fun of Manuel Zinsberger when she scored her final goal with that lovely chip inside of her boot, but it spun. I don't know the wrong. I don't know what the way the ball was spinning when she scored that third goal that everybody's been seeing after she did that little the Mbappe uh, <laughs> slide. But Chelsea definitely should have won by at least five or six, if I'm correct. Five or six, 100%. you reckon? Josh, they... Is it that one-sided? No, no, Josh, in the first half, literally hit the woodwork. Manuel Zinsberger did some amazing saves. They literally should have put, like, four behind it, especially Sam Kerr. Sam Kerr, I think she was a little bit rusty because, to be fair, she'd just come back from a flight, you know. And she had a stomach bug yeah, as well. Yeah, a stomach bug. So, and I think that's maybe why... Some of the Arsenal players didn't know what they were doing. Mm. I will say, you know, I'm a Steph Catley stan. Um, yep. I'm a massive fan. I think she's one of the best players in the Matilda squad, one yep. of the most consistent and reliable. And I think her being back for Arsenal this year has really helped them. She didn't have a good game. She didn't have a good game, but I think weirdly she was probably one of the best <laughs> Arsenal players. <laughs> no one the, had a good game. No one had a good game. Arsenal goalkeeper, goalkeeper and, and Steph Catley. Steph Catley. Okay. And I think that she was – the third goal, to be fair – Sam Kerr did beat her on that side, which weirdly is Arsenal's strongest defensive side because we have Katie McCabe on that side who is mm. the Ireland captain and was our, um, what's it called, our defender last year. But she's playing further up front because of Jonas Eidvall's style. I ask, you know, why didn't anybody want to, like, you know, bring some actual footballing ability to the park? No, that's harsh. I'm just angry. I'm angry. I need to. I need to calm it down because I love this team and I have really strong like faith in this team. I just it just hurt me that final. So looking at the league this season, uh, Chelsea in pole position. Nope, Arsenal are because oh, we bet Chelsea in the uh, opening game of the season. 
But uh, what, what was different about that match? Was just... Different about that. Arsenal played really well. It was the first game Arsenal women's had ever played at the Emirates, which I will say is quite upsetting because Arsenal women's are the best hist- historically women's side in English, English football. And I think mm-hmm. it's quite embarrassing for Arsenal as a club that it was only their first time playing at the Emirates this season. Um, so they were really G'd up for that. And Beth Mead scored two incredible goals. One was offside. She was in a different country, but the linesman... Lineswoman, sorry, missed it. But, you know, we'll take that goal and we'll take that uh, victory. But Chelsea haven't lost since then, but Arsenal have drawn since then. So they're only one go- one game, I believe. Yeah, one point ahead. One point ahead. So after moment. eight games in the Women's Super League, Man City way off the pace. Yes. Is that expected? It's it's not that it's not expe- expected. It's just that, unfortunately for them, Lucy Bronze um, and Hemp have been injured. Mm-hmm. Um, so they started really poorly. Like Arsenal absolutely thrashed them and Tottenham got a win over Man City as well. But I think that in the second half of the season, Man City will come back up further on the in the table. I think a team that's also been really good has been Manchester United as well and they bet them in the, in the, little, in the derby as well. So. Final observation for me on the FA Cup. I think they need to start uh, taping the, the lid of the cup onto it uh, post-match. Mm. Did you see what happened? No, but I, I remember what else happened to Arsenal, so. <laughs> yeah, actually, there was a, yeah. a mishap with Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, wasn't yeah, there? It was. Uh, but, you know, not the first mishap, um, this one. <laughs> Apparently one of the Chelsea players came flying off in the celebrations and that Ooh. cut her above her <gasps> eye. No, she was bleeding. Absolutely. I will say. I don't think it dampened her mood yeah, too much. I will say, Josh, I, I'm not a sore loser, so I believe in staying for the full match. I will never You're leave. Not, not going to beat the traffic. No, I will never leave. If we we were losing ten 0 I will stay to the end because that is what I do. I paid money to be there. I agree. I will stay. So I watched this game all the way to the end. At you know from from one a.m. to two thirty or whatever time it finished, but I was not watching the ceremony. <laughs> I wasn't doing. <laughs> you it. can't watch the trophy presentation. That's that's out. too much. Close that's that's rubbing it in. I closed my laptop with speed and went back to sleep. I I have stopped watching games early on. The, on the on the TV on the laptop, mm. but I don't think I've ever. Oh, I have left a game early once as a fan. What was this? What was this job? It was Australia Day, quite a few years ago now in the A League, and it was uh, the traditional Australia Day uh, Sydney FC Melbourne victory game yeah. at Docklands, mm-hmm. and victory lost I think five nil, and Seb Ryle, uh, so so named because he riles up <laughs> the Melbourne victory supporters, uh, scored. At least one outrageous goal from like right yeah. fullback, and then really rubbed it into the celebration. I thought oh, that's enough. We're leaving. What We're are leaving. your other things that you don't do as a fan? Like what? Are, what are the other things you don't do? Uh, what don't I do? Yeah, like because like I I do, I just I refuse to leave a game early. I just don't I just don't think it's good mm-hmm. good at, like ethics, and I think it teaches you know younger people like younger kids who are coming to the games that you know you can leave games early when you should support your team. Through thick and thin, even though if they're emotionally destroying you, like my teams are. Uh, I don't shout abuse at my own players. I think that goes without saying. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't do it in public. <laughs> I don't do it in public, Josh. <laughs> I don't do it in public. I, I criticise, but abuse is different. Oh, no, okay. Yeah. I don't do it in public. I'll groan, I think. Gr- more of a, I'm more of a groaner when someone does the wrong thing. But I have been known to only watch games by myself because I am incapable of watching games around other people because I will – it will not be an enjoyable experience for the other people who are watching with me because I yell at my TV. 
I yell at the players like they can hear me, like I'm giving some coaching instructions. I might get angry for a moment, but I reserve the right as a football fan to change my opinion of them 30 <laughs> seconds later when they do the right thing, okay? Okay. And that's 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 my ultimate belief. Mm. Um, but, yeah, any other things you don't do as a, as a fan? Uh, I mean, just talking about changing your opinion of players, it was very <laughs> funny getting two text messages from my Manchester United supporting friend uh, about 30 minutes apart. <laughs> Fred, WTF. Fred, all is forgiven. This is <laughs> the Red Fred redemption. I... Uh, but- I once um, made a made a, a post on Facebook and I was quite upset because I think we'd lost to maybe we'd lost to Norwich. Never post angry. That's, yeah, no, no, we'd lost to Norwich and Granite Jacker Mustafi had been horrendous, absolutely horrendous. I know this woman. We talk about women's football here, but I'm just just you know just give me my my example. Mm-hmm. They were absolutely trash, and I wrote this piece on Facebook and I was like, <laughs> they, they they suck. They don't know how to play football. Blah blah blah. And then right at the bottom, I obviously wrote, I reserve the right to change my opinion. <laughs> in the middle of the season, little disclaimer. This game, I reserve the right. So don't talk to me about this post when Arsenal are top of the league. But it didn't happen, obviously. This supposed to be authorised by Pakua Frimpong. <laughs> exactly. Always have the right Terms to change Terms and conditions mind. apply. <laughs>